and welcome to the Daily Gator Daily Thought. If you're left, you just ain't right podcast, my friends. And uh, I'm still me. I never changed, not for anybody. Explains why I'm so single, maybe. But this is Doug Hagen, and wow. Uh, lots to get to, as always. And I got to tell you, uh, every time I get news from Uvalde, Texas, the, the school shooting there, I get a little more sick to my stomach. I think we all do. Here is, as far as I know, the latest. Uh, Fox News had this story yesterday, about 4.30 in the afternoon. Uh, the headline is, Uvalde police officer had gunmen in his rifle sights before he entered the school, but did not fire. That's what the report says. So you're at a school shooting, your police officer. You see the person with the rifle, the bad guy, the scumbag, the evil piece of you-know-what. And you have your rifle sights on this person. You can take him out by pulling the trigger. And you don't do it? Excuse the you-know-what out of me. Uh, This officer was armed with a rifle, spotted the gunman outside of Robb Elementary School before he entered the building. He asked his supervisor for permission to shoot. Now, I'm not going to pretend that I know protocol with with what police do or that uh, I, whatever rules Uvalde police officers, police department had. You're at a school shooting, you're a police officer, you've got your rifle sights on a person who's clearly a bad guy, clearly not a good guy, clearly is going to hurt kids. And you ask permission before you pull your trigger. Maybe I'm out of line here. But excuse me, that does that make any sense in any, any, any universe in the entire galaxy? Again, maddening to me, maddening. If I was a parent of one of those kids, I literally, a grandparent, I couldn't take this. I don't know how the parents there do take it. I don't know if I can put my finger on the amount of emotion and rage these parents must feel. At again, this this police department. Okay, so the gunman outside of Rob Elementary had a, a deputy had him in his rifle sights, asked permission from the supervisor to shoot. The supervisor, listen to this, it gets even worse. Either didn't hear the request. Duh, I'm thinking I can't hear anything. Uh, don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, did, I, did you say something? Or didn't respond in time. Well, let me think about it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to flip a coin. Allowing the suspect to enter the school, according to a report released Wednesday by the Advanced Law Enforcement Rapid Response uh, Training Center, which is also known as ALERT. And that gunman entered the school, wasn't shot, obviously, and killed 21 people, including 19 children. God help us, my friends. As many times I've written and spoken about how much I respect and honor and revere police officers, some of the finest people on God's green earth, this is this is not a punch to the gut feeling when you read this to me. This is getting kicked by Clydesdale in the testicles feeling. That's how bad this makes you feel inside. Because there is no excuse that I can see. Uh, incompetence? Coward? I don't know what you even begin, how you even begin to explain this. Now, finally, you remember the story. A Border Patrol tactical team eventually breached the classroom. Remember, there was a news report not long ago. I played the video on the dailygator.net. 
And guess what? The door that was locked, they kept trying keys for. The arcade key doesn't work. The fucking door wasn't even locked. The doors apparently in that classroom don't lock from the inside. So these cops are standing outside while children are dying. Again, I, I can't even do it. I literally cannot even do it, my friends. Um, uh, but the team, somebody, the Border Patrol tactical team eventually breached the classroom. Over 70 minutes after this police officer had the scumbag piece of you-know-what in his rifle sights and didn't take him out. Now that delay has been sharply criticized by lawmakers, state law enforcement officials, and the Evalde community, and yes, anybody with a pulse and an IQ over five, basically. Uh, it is unclear why the initial Uvalde officer did not immediately fire at the gunman who had already started shooting in the classrooms. The guy's walking in a school shooting! You've got him in your rifle sights and you don't take the son of a bitch out! Excuse me! What is the color of the sky in this world anymore, my friends? I am sorry for the, mo the motion to yell. I'm sorry, but for God's sake, is there any, any, anything worse than this incompetence? Slaughtered babies. And you had him in your rifle sights. God help us. God, I'm going to drop it right there. I'm going to go to something else. Uh, I can't do that, my friends. I can't. I'm sorry. Now, let's go to something else. Something else that is also aggravating, but this one's a little different. Bette Midler, you know, uh, actress, singer, has a great voice. I hate the music she sings. Uh, but she has, oh no, Bette Midler is woke. She's left of center, left of reality. But she has offended these super libs, as the outkick puts it, Joe, uh, Joe Kinsey writing this. She had a transgender tweet. I didn't know tweets could have genders. Now I guess they can. Everything else can. Uh, yes, I'm a tweet, and I'm a pansexual tweet. Uh, God help us. This world is losing its mind. Uh, but she offended Superlibs with a transgender tweet as all hell has now broken loose. <clears throat> uh, Bette Midler finds herself in quite a predicament with her street, <laughs> with her street cred. Uh, do people like Bette Midler have street cred, really? Why? Because being a rich, snotty, stupid, liberal uh, celebrity... That gives you cred with who? Not with me. Uh, uh, but she's in a predicament. She's in a pickle, they might say. With a street cat inside the trans community. I don't know if the trans community can ever look at Bette Miller the same. After she dared to step out on July 4th with a, what they call a hot take, it has absolutely infuriated LGBTQ plus defenders. Sounds like a virus no one wants that they haven't got any cure for. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir. You have LGBTQ plus. It's bad. It's really bad. Uh, the 76-year-old middler. Wow, 76. Time flies. Started her 4th of July holiday with a hot take stating on Twitter that women are being stripped of our rights over our bodies. I guess that's referencing the Supreme Court decision. And yes, bet that is complete horseshit. Okay. Uh, but she continued our lives and even our name. While adding that they don't call us women anymore. And this is where she ran off the rails and attacked the Wokers. And we'll see who wins this war. They don't call us women anymore, she tweeted. They call us birthing people and menstruators 
and even people with vaginas. My God, of all the things I didn't want to think of after that opening outburst was the words Bette Midler and vagina in the same thought. God, it's just not a good day for me. It This is... This has gone downhill fast, my friends. Uh, but she's right. Bette Midler's right. Women can't be called women. They're birthing people. They're nursing uh, nursing, nursing parents. Uh, they're menstruators, apparently. This obsession with equality has gone so far as no one even wants to admit that gender is actually real. That women... But men can't give birth because the parts you need physically to give birth, women have those parts. Men don't. Women can't create their own sperm and make their own babies. If they could, there would be no men left, let's be honest. But the fact is, reality, science, facts, logic, all on the chopping block now. So Bette Miller is absolutely correct, and she needs to be applauded for doing it. And even as despicable as she is as a leftist, I, you got to stand up at times with certain people you don't like and say, yeah, they're right. Uh, a clearly fired up super live middler with nothing better to do on a joyous holiday in the middle of summer wasn't quite done. Don't let them erase you. Every human on earth owes you, she added. Every... Every every human on earth owes me or bet or who? That's I mean, that's a lot of debt right there, man. If it's all me, I better start getting some checks. I'm ready. Bring them on. Now, while you were in the pool enjoying iHeart 80s. No, I don't listen to iHeart Radio and I wouldn't listen to 80s music if I had a choice, except for very few select songs. It was like the 70s had all this great classic rock. And then Zeppelin, Skinner, ZZ Top. And then, uh, you know, you had a few left. Bob Seger, The Eagles, uh, Tom Petty. But really, the, the 80s kind of cratered. You had bands like Wham! and Lisa, Lisa, and the Cult Jam and Bananarama. Uh, I think the girls in Bananarama were cute, if I remember right. And you had a lot of weird hairdos, a lot of weird music. Some really good tunes in there, too, but the 80s in music, just not a good thing. Midler found herself eight feet deep in LGBTQ plus firestorm with firepower coming in from all different angles. Again, she dared offended the woke. She, I gotta say right now, that the, the group of people with the most uh, victimhood cred, I guess you'd say, are the LGBTQ plus. They're the people you can't help but offend every time you open your mouth, you're going to say something to offend them. So you might as well just say, screw it, and give up, and either not care or not talk about it. One of the two. Um, let's not forget about Bette Miller. She uh, forgets she is called by some the best gay icon ever. Took a massive blow as the trans community went all in. To her credit, Miller has not deleted the tweet, and I hope she still hasn't. These people are like rabid animals, okay? You've seen, if you've ever seen a rabid animal, they are, they are crazy as crazy gets. They will attack you, bite you, do things that make no sense because of the, the horrible disease they have. Horrible, I guess, rabies is a virus, I'm not sure. But anyway, rabid animals are crazy. So are the Wokers. There's no rhyme, there's no logic, there's no reason. It's just attack, 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 attack. They have to live on perpetual offenditis. They are constantly pissed off, constantly grieved, constantly victimized, at least in their minds, and they never let anyone forget it. No, don't call for the anti-trans panic fake nonsense. No one is erasing women. In a few small... Healthcare cases where appropriate, they are using trans inclusive language. That's all. A blue check mark gender discombobulist tweeted it at bet. 
Uh, blue checkmark feminist Roxanne Gay wasn't pleased one bit by fellow Lib Warrior Bet, uh, Bet's take. Uh, no one is trying to erase women with inclusive language about people who need abortion care. No one is calling you anything but what you prefer. You should extend that courtesy in return. Well, if Bette Miller's complaining about what was said about her, then it doesn't. It isn't what she's asking to be called. Again, these people are local. Look, muy pinche loco, okay? You sabe? Uh, another pronoun warrior. <laughs> pronoun warrior. <laughs> uh, I took this as a chance to teach Miller a thing or two about menstruation. Menstruation, excuse me. This isn't a racing woman. It's about being inclusive to others who also menstruate, etc. No one is trying to stop you being called a woman, but not all women menstruate, MJ tweeted at the legendary actor. All people who menstruate are women, dipshit. Okay, again, if you wanna if you wanna argue with medical science, you go right ahead, Einstein. You wanna go up against basic biology. And all that. Go ahead. You can tweet all day long all the nonsensical bullshit you can come up with. But in this case, Bette Miller's right. Uh, you need to take 8th grade biology again, I think. Whoever tweeted that. Whatever the real name is. Uh, la, 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 la. A blue checkmark pronoun warrior, Matt Dillahunty, was equally furious. Furiously furious, I imagine, with Midler for her behavior and not falling in line with the superest of the super libs. Oh, they tweeted, what a shame that you've fallen for the lie and are attacking trans folks instead of people who are actually taking your rights away. Please look into this and do better, Dillahunty warned. I love how these people, you need to do better. Yeah, you need to mind your own fucking business. How's that? I'm sorry, there will be cursing in this episode, folks. I'm sorry. Uh, but Matt Dillahunty, he's one of these people, you need to do better. Yeah, you need to piss off. You need to eat uh, eat shit, and you know what. You need to find a, uh, well, what's the only friend my dad used to say all the time? Take a flying leap at a rolling donut, my friend. That's what you need to do. Mind your own business. Bette Miller, again, I hate to admit it, is right in this case. Uh, let me see. This is a good one from this gentleman at, uh, at the Outkick, Joe Kinsey. He has, uh, has this to say, Bette Miller, be careful. The best, the next thing you know, They'll call for your Kennedy Center, Center honors and cancel you for not being lib enough. Rachel Ferguson, at Liberty Ethics on Twitter, uh, tweeted, I woke up to people trying to cancel Bette Midler, Macy Gray, and Mark Hamill for saying that the category woman ought to be limited to, wait for it, biological women. And I've got to admit, I sometimes feel like I'm living in a simulation. Good. By the way, Mark Hamill, of course, if you missed this one, uh, there was a couple who, it was right after the Roe v. Wade thing, and, and the left was freaking out, of course, because they, they live in perpetual freakout mode. Uh, but this couple basically had a, had a couple signs and a picture of them. They tweeted out, uh, don't, don't abort your baby, we'll adopt. In other words, they would, I guess, pay the mother's medical bills, take the baby when it's born, and give the baby a home and, and a mother and a father. And the left, of course, being pro, like, totally pro-choice, man. It's all about choice, okay? The woman's choice is it. That's it. Except when a woman doesn't, doesn't pick abortion, doesn't choose abortion, the left loses her mind. I wrote about this this morning. Liz Warren, Senator. Liawatha. Uh, she's trying to get the government to shut down pregnancy crisis centers. Why? Well, she's mad that there's three times as many, according to her, uh, as there are abortion centers. 
But pregnancy crisis centers, they give help sonograms, ultrasounds, a lot of help, medical, medically speaking, to women in crisis pregnancies and women in need. But they don't, they don't refer you to abortion clinics. They don't support abortion. They try to talk you into other alternatives. And for that, Liawatha, Senator Warren, she just wants to shut them all down. She's going after them. She wants them done. Who the hell are you, Liz Warren? I mean, these if, if a woman chooses, notice the use of the word chooses, to not have abortion, have the baby give it up for adoption, raise it by itself, whatever. Why is that a problem for you, Liz Warren? Do you dislike babies when they're dead? Is that the only choice you approve of? I tell you, as I wrote today on the Daily Gator, again, dailygator.net. I keep repeating that because there's a new address, so I want people to find it. It's almost as if Liz Warren is only happy when women are getting abortions. I, I hate to say that about her. I've never liked Liz Warren. She comes across, across as a a completely ignorant, buffoonish school teacher who likes to shake her fingers at kids and correct them for nothing. Uh, I don't think much of her. I think she's full of you-know-what. But, I mean, it, it's get to the point now where she's so radically pro-abortion. It's almost as if pro-choice has disappeared. There's pro-life and pro-abortion. And that's it. There is no middle ground. But anyway, uh, that's what Bette Midler did this uh, July 4th weekend. She got in mucho big trouble, my friends. And now really quick, I want to get into this. Uh, if you watched ESPN, or I guess it was on ESPN, I'm not sure. Might have been on Fox News. Used to be on ESPN, the July 4th. Uh, hot dog eating contest. Uh, Joey Chestnut has been winning for years. There was a, I guess, a Japanese guy that won for years. Kobe Ashi or something. Joey Chestnut uh, has been winning for years. And Joey Chestnut devoured 63 hot dogs in a very short amount of time. And I gotta, I like the outkick. I got to give him credit. I like him. But, you know what? I got to call this out. I just do. Uh, the outkick was celebrating Joey Chestnut. So was Fox News, by the way. Yes, he did tackle some kind of, of jackass uh, protester and put him in a headlock, threw him down. Good for Joey Chestnut on that. Uh, but to call, call Joey Chestnut, one headline was, uh, this one, in fact, don't at me. Who else has dominated a sport like Joey Chestnut's? Eating hot dogs is not a sport. Okay? Shoving hot dogs and hot dog buns down your throat as fast as you can uh, ain't a sport. Okay, Joey Chestnut? Look, the guy would be an absolute legend in San Francisco. I'm not going to say anything else about that. But to me, it's not a sport. It's disgusting. Who watches that on TV? You know what I'm going to do? July 4th, Independence Day, by golly, before I set the, set the neighborhood on fire like I did last year with them sparkling things. But what I'm going to do? That's right, Roman candles, baby. If it ain't on fire, it ain't no good. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit my ass down and watch, I think it's on Fox News this year, and I'm going to watch that Joy Chestnut shove wieners and, and buns in his mouth as fast as he can to shove them right down his throat to his belly. Well, that's entertainment. Who watches that? It is ultimately disgusting. I don't know if they still do it. I'm sure they do. I, I watched it a couple times, and they would dip the hot dog in the bun in water and get it, like, soaking wet. Even more disgusting. It's not a sport. Okay, it's not a sport. Whatever skill is involved, again, I'm not going to comment there. Whatever skill is involved, whatever, fine. If you enjoy watching that kind of thing and, and you want to give Joey Chestnut credit for tackling that jackass protester, 
good. Uh, but the guy's not a hero, and it's not sports. And so don't compare him with other sports greats, okay? Just don't do it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, because it ain't right, my friends. And I really am going to have to do some of these that are just all sports. All sports all the time. Now, this story. Uh, you know who Marta Kaufman is? Probably not. She makes, or used to, I'm not sure if she's retired, TV shows. One of the friends that she created uh, <coughs> is one of the funniest shows of all time. One of the greatest shows of all time, Friends. It was on from, I think, 94 to 2004, if I'm correct. But anyway, she got attacked a while back. These people, these woke people, these, these racial grievance mongers. They attacked her because Friends was all white. All the, the six main characters were all white. They didn't have any black characters at all. And, you know, because of that, Friends was bad and racist and horrible and should be erased, I guess, from from everyone's memory banks and, and uh, burn the DVDs and everything. I don't know. But anyway, uh, the creator, Marta Kaufman, has done something. Well, two things, actually. The first thing she did was give $4 million to a bunch of race pimps somewhere to stir up trouble and make themselves richer and to divide America more because she feels so bad that she was such a racist and, oh, she's ashamed of herself for making all the lead characters in the show Friends white. Is there something wrong with being white? There, I mean, people look at that show that says there were no diversity. The six characters were crazy. They all had the very diverse personalities. It was a great show for many reasons. But to say that there was no diversity is stupid. There was no skin color diversity. But who cares about that, really? Uh, so she gave $4 million and apologized and groveled and made a complete, uh, just pathetic it's like someone when they get really upset and they drink way too much and they vomit all over themselves and they're trying to apologize to somebody and they're crying. Have you ever seen something like that? That's about what this looked like to me or sounded like. Pathetic, disgusting, just stop apologizing. For God's sake, you made a great TV show. You ought to be standing up saying it was a great TV show. The, the cast was, believe me, there was a lot of diversity in it. And it was a great show, and it, if if you want to make a show like it, and you want to have everyone a different color, a different gender, different whatever, knock yourself out. It's America. It's a free country. But I did nothing wrong, and I will not apologize. Well, now, now, and by the way, the $4 million bucks she uh, donated is to establish an African and African-American studies professorships out of guilt over lack of racial diversity. On her sitcom. And now for Variety. Kaufman has also expressed regret over misgendering Chan one of the characters, Chandler, uh, being a transgender mom throughout the show. Uh, again. Again. His father, uh, who was played by Kathleen Turner, made a few appearances, uh, was his father, but had decided, had become a gay person, come out as gay, whatever. And she was a drag queen. And they still refer to that character as your dad, Chandler's dad, because that was Chandler's dad. But apparently that's a sin now, is misgendering again. We're losing our mind, folks. We're letting pinheads run our lives. Stop it. Learn to raise that middle finger more, America. Learn to use that sucker. That's what a lot of people need to hear, quite frankly, or need to see, rather. And you just can't give in to these people. Now, Kathleen Turner apparently has been interviewed about this, about playing Chandler's dad. And the character was, again, a, uh, a gay man in a drag show dressing as a woman. So this is how screwed up we are now. We have allowed 
these pretzel logic idiots the ability somehow to twist us all into moral knots over something that's just stupid. Uh, per Variety, Kaufman has also expressed regret over misgendering Chandler Bing's transgender mom throughout the show. Uh, she said, pronouns were not yet something that I understood. No, back then, you and I and everyone knew what the hell the pronouns were. Now, it's completely screwed up. Miscombobulated it because of the, again, the pretzel logic of the left that we've allowed to hold sway. Uh, she told the BBC in an interview that uh, will air here in a couple days, about four days, July 11th. So we didn't refer to that character as she. That was a mistake. Again, this was Chandler's biological father, still a man, dressing as a woman, a drag queen. But it's evil that the show did not refer to that character as a she. See, we can't just, we don't have to just march and hum and sing to the tune, whatever tune the far left plays. We have to go back on our history and make all of that march to it too. You see where the madness leads? Leads to nothing. It leads to nothing but destruction, my friends. Absolute destruction. Uh, friends introduced the character... Uh, was introduced as Chandler's father, a gay man, and a drag queen. Notice they said a gay man. Because gay men are still men, right? They haven't changed that rule yet, have they? And a drag queen called Helena Handbasket. Often the butt of jokes, she was played by Kathleen Turner. Uh, I'm sorry, but the character is a he. A man being a drag queen is still a he. You can't even go into pronouns now. It's like no one will know what the hell to call anybody in five years. It'll be that screwed up. Uh, Kathleen Turner said, how they approached me with it was, would you like to be the first woman playing a man playing a woman? Kathleen Turner, of course, is an actress. And my God, she was smoking hot in her day. Perhaps the sexiest voice ever. But... She was an actress, still is, I guess, and she got a chance to be a woman playing a man playing a woman. Uh, Turner recalled to the Gay Times in 2018, noting that she didn't think Friends, quote, aged well. See, Friends was funny then, but suddenly we can't laugh at that joke anymore. We have to be now, we can't just not laugh at it, we have to be offended and upset by it. Completely screwball stuff, my friends. Complete insanity, truly. Uh, she doesn't think that Friends aged well with regard to LGBTQ rights. Like Kaufman, Turner would have made different decisions looking back. So this actress uh, would not have been, would not have taken a challenging role because... I guess actresses, actors, they only have, they all can only play certain genders or people that are just like them. Otherwise, they can't do it. That's how crazy it is. This is not helping our world, my friends. This is not doing anybody any good. This is screwing everything up for everybody. Uh, in 2019, she told Andy Cohen that she would refuse the role if offered it again because there would be real people able to do it. So Kathleen Turner just called herself not a real person. Isn't that what actors do? They play people they're not. I mean, I, I can't think of an actor or actress that hasn't uh, played somebody they're not. That's what they do. They're excellent. They're very good at it. They've brought, for generations and generations, these people, actors, actresses, have brought great characters alive, entertained so many Americans. And really, it is a phenomenal, phenomenal art form. And the, the people who are doing it are going hand in hand with the left to absolutely eradicate it. God help us. So many of us are so stupid, you can't see the forest for the trees. That's how stupid these people are. And they think they're doing good, my friends. 
the definition of insanity is no longer not doing the same thing even if it doesn't work and continuing to do it. It's now thinking that any good thing you do must be bad and everything that's ever happened must be judged by these standards and must go away, must be erased. Pretty soon, we're going to be erasing ourselves. Of course, that's the point, isn't it? Now, let's get the final story of the day from the College Fix. Blake Morrow of Clemson University. Uh, the headline is this, there are nearly 100 policies restricting free speech at West Virginia's colleges and universities. Now, West Virginia is a very rural gorgeous state and very much a conservative state but the colleges of course that's where the leftist nutcases hide they're like ticks they latch on and leech off something and and make people sick uh there are nearly 100 policies that restrict free speech in some way at colleges and universities across west virginia according to a new report a fire reviewed the restrictions on free speech at 17 public or private colleges and universities in West Virginia and found 92 policies that restrict freedom of speech. Uh, the report said it was conducted by, again, FIRE, which is the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. Uh, they, they're especially as college campuses and, and defending college kids, their right to speak and have opinions and express themselves. And they do great work. Uh, but they worked in partnership with the Cardinal Institute for West Virginia Policy and the Martin Center for Academic Renewal did this report. Here's some examples. Example, West Virginia, Wesley, Wesley, sorry, Wesleyan University bans attitudes of condescension. Uh, a news release on the report stated, what is an attitude of condescension? I know condescending. A lot of leftists talk very condescending fashion. They try to talk down to people. And there's nothing more frustrating or more humorous than an idiot trying to talk down to you who explains something to you that you know far better than them. And I've always enjoyed that when they get done, you say, well, actually, and then you can explain to them and watch the Watch the joy straying away from their face and they, their eyes get beadier and beadier and their breathing gets more shallow and they just realize they've, they've screwed with the wrong person. It is a wonderful feeling. It really is. Uh, Fire had this uh, tweet out for free speech to flourish on West Virginia's campuses. There is much needed to reform are much need reform, excuse me, but nearby colleges and universities have demonstrated that this reform is attainable. Uh, and you can read the whole report at thefire.org if you care to do that. I would suggest you do it, my friends. Glenville policies forbid, in any setting, expressions such as offensive name-calling. So I guess you can't call your college roommate a big duty head or something. Uh, jokes. Now, I don't know if this is offensive jokes. And an offensive joke is what? Every joke ever told is offensive to somebody. So, jokes are all gone. Pictures. Again, pretty much any picture probably could offend somebody. Objects. An offensive object. That one would be tough. I'm sorry, that object has offended me. You must leave now. I, oh, my God, don't show me that object again. I object to the object. I objectively, objectively objectify that object as objective and offensive. Don't show it to me again. Stop, no! You see, this is not dipping your toe in the pool of idiocy. This is... This is climbing to the top of the 50-foot platform, bouncing on the, the diving board a few times, and going headfirst into the bottomless lake of liberal bullshit. Uh, let me see what else we have here. Uh, also banned are sexually explicit questions. 
again, even if something's offensive, there's still freedom of speech. And again, I have no idea how these idiots define sexually explicit or anecdotes about gender-specific traits. So basically, just shut your mouth. Don't talk to anybody. You might be okay. Uh, The public university also bans, quote, unwelcome or uninvited sexual comments or innuendo. So that's why they keep kicking me out. Dang. Sexually suggestive sounds. (laughs) What the hell is a sexually suggestive sound? Could be anything, really. Uh, And gestures. Asking sexual questions, such as questions about someone's sexual history or their sexual orientation. So we're supposed to respect our sexual orientation, but we can't ask about it. So we don't know. So then we'll do something else that's offensive to them because of their obsession with their sexual orientation. And we won't be oriented to sexual orientation questions. We miss that orientation. So we'll offend them. We'll get kicked off campus anyway. Again, the lake, the bottomless lake of liberal bullshit. Uh, what else we got here? Fire argues that Glenville State's sexual harassment policy, because it prohibits such, such expressions, quote, in any setting, means that students reading the policy are left with the unmistakable view that such conduct is prohibited across the board, causing a chilling effect on protected expression. And again, I would need, I wonder what their definition of sexual harassment is. Would it be, wow, you look great today to a classmate who you're friendly with, you know, and she shows up her class and, or I guess it could go the other way too. If you're a gal, you know, you go to a guy, man, you look hot today, you look great today. Was that sexual harassment? I don't know. And they probably don't either. Uh, Glenville's Media Affairs Department did not respond to a request for comment. At the University of Charleston, it's banned on cyberbullying, and cyberbullying sucks. If you're a cyber bullier, this is serious because kids, and kids take things so hard sometimes. Please don't let your children, my friends, have too many social media accounts, and don't and make sure you have access to them. And make sure your kid's not going to be a tragic statistic one day. It is a real problem. So I don't make light of cyberbullying. But the ban on cyberbullying at the University of Charleston includes any language that can potentially result in another student feeling tormented. That could be anything. I know in my life I've, I've... you know, you, you have conversations with people, co-workers, and I know I've had some co-workers, at least two or three I can think of, that just kind of stopped talking to me. I asked, like, what is wrong with them? Oh, you really pissed them off the other day. Or you hurt their feelings. Or you did this or said that. I'm like, I didn't say that. They took it that way, though. Again, you got to talk to people. When you're an adult, you, in college, you're adults. You got to talk and and share your feelings a little bit, you know, and this idea of banning language that might possibly in some way, shape, form or fashion, it's a very dangerous trend. And it won't fix the problem. It'll actually probably create more, quote, cyberbullying because things that aren't cyberbullying will be counted as cyberbullying now. It'll actually make the problem worse. But anyway, to be clear, it says any language that can potentially result in another student feeling tormented, threatened, harassed, humiliated, or embarrassed. So I guess if you took a picture of somebody and they did something goofy and like a video or something, you put it on TikTok or Instagram, that you could get in trouble for that because it could potentially embarrass them. We're losing our minds. Oh, and I just got some good news. You like tennis? Wimbledon's going on right now. There's not a tennis player I've ever seen in my life that I despise more than Rafael Nadal. I don't know why. 
I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's one of the three greatest to ever play. Uh, I just don't like him. But anyway, he is withdrawn from Wimbledon. He was playing in the semifinals. And some injury. Again, Rafael Nadal is getting old. So that means Djokovic will probably win Wimbledon, which is good. I like him. Uh, I don't know if Roger Federer will ever play again. But the three most incredible male tennis players of all time have played right now together. And I believe it's 20, 20, and 21. Rafael Nadal with 21. Grand Slam wins, tournament wins. Federer and Djokovic with 20. And I got a feeling Djokovic will Wimbledon to make it 21 for him. Good for him. Uh, we'll see. But again, back to this. I just had to interject that, my friends. Uh, University of Charleston is a private institution, meaning it has its own associational right to prioritize other values above free speech. However, private colleges are bound to their state uh, stated institutional policies regarding freedom of speech, meaning a legal downfall, potentially risks a college's grant funding, according to the report. Uh, Charleston spokesperson Dave Traub said the institution encourages students to express healthy, respectful, and stimulating ideas inside and outside the classroom. We are also aware of the mandate we have to keep our community safe and comply with guidelines encouraging responsible communication. Here's a problem with that. Who's going to define responsibly? <clears throat> You've now thrown things like sarcasm, snark, uh, humor, all kind of other things. And again, what if a third person is, is reading something between two people? And these are two people who go at each other all the time, but they're best of friends. What if that upsets the third person, even though they're not involved in the conversation? You can't crack down on speech the way the left wants to crack down on speech. It never works. It never will. It creates more problems than it ever fixes. And again, when you get into things like defining what respectful and stimulating ideas are, now you, you've, already, you've already taken that exit and you're going to, to a bad place where Everything's subjective. Let me see. West Virginia University maintains a policy that it expects that persons engaging in expressive activities will demonstrate civility, concern for the safety of persons and property, respect for university activities, respect for those who may disagree with their message, and compliance with the university's rules and policies, as well as applicable local, state, and federal laws. Again, that sounds great on paper, but define civility. If you're having a debate with somebody and you get the best of them, how many people, that was, they weren't being civil. They were being mean or disrespectful. And again, you've opened up a can of worms that you don't want to open up. You got to accept in a free society where there's freedom of speech, freedom of expression, through art and writing and the spoken word and everything else, guess what? You're going to be offended. you got to learn to deal with it. The expectation should be on the people who are too easily offended to, to be able to say, you know what? I don't have a right not to be offended. Otherwise, it's all going to go out the window and go to hell, quite frankly. Uh, that is a vague policy, as far argued. And again, you can read the whole thing. A very important piece here because the left has found a way to, to silence many people, disciple speech, stifle exchanges of ideals. And, and it's all in a, a, a good name, a good cause, so to speak, because, well, you're trying not to offend, right? No one says uh, in, in the Constitution doesn't say you don't you don't have a right to offend somebody. Doesn't say you have a right not to be offended. Where you have free speech, you will have offense. Where you have disagreement, you will have offense. Hopefully that leads the collective people to a better place where they understand opposing views and can 
either not necessarily sympathize with them, but uh, respect them, or at least accept someone's right to say them. Of all the people I call out for saying stupid things, writing stupid things, I would be first in line to defend them or someone on my side of the spectrum try to cancel them. I've often said I don't want the left silenced. The more the left talks, the more crazy you get and the more crazy people see them to be. And ultimately, I believe that will but that will lead to the rejection of leftism. And hey, if Ruffin in a day doll can be kicked out of Wimbledon because he hurt his finger or something, then we can have freedom of speech. That's the show, my friends. God bless you. Remember, three golden rules of life. What are they? Y'all got to know this by now. Go Gators. If you are left, you just ain't right. And God bless America. If you want to become a financial contributor to this podcast, go to Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm and find my name, Doug Hagan. Or just enter Anchor Doug Hagan and you will find the podcasts. Uh, they appear on Spotify and I think uh, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts, all over the place. But you can find them there. And you can sign up to become a monthly financial contributor. You pick the amount and the method of payment. And every month that will, that will go to uh, my contributions. I will thank you and appreciate you. Uh, but again, totally your choice. And you would be able to stop at any time. So if you want to do that, God bless you. Thank you. Remember the dailygator.net. That's the new address for the Daily Gator. Uh, still working, tweaking, creating some new things. Give me some ideas. What would make it a better blog? What would you see maybe not like? Any comment on any post, just address that. And I'll read them because I read all the comments. Uh, thank you for everything, my friends. Thank you for the support. God bless you. I hope you enjoy the show. Criticisms, attaboys, uh, kudos, all shits, whatever you want to give me, please comment on the Daily Gator blog at thedailygator.net and let me know what you think. I appreciate y'all. I do. Have a wonderful day. I will try to come back tomorrow with one of these. Uh, Tomorrow is Friday. And again, I do appreciate you. God bless. Take care of your kids. I uh, apologize for the outburst in the opening segment. I had a lot to say, but I just, I couldn't take it. Again, the, everyone has that one thing that, uh, yeah, to me, it, to me, it comes to hurting kids. I, I get very hot, very quick. Uh, and sometimes I, uh, I just need to internalize that more. But thank you for everything, my friends. God bless you. Take care. See you tomorrow, most likely. If I don't, Leave your windows open more. I can see. I'm kidding. Just a joke. You got to be careful these days. I may have triggered someone. Oh, no. I'll never go to school in West Virginia now. God bless you. Take care and be good. And God bless America. And remember, vote Republican. And no, that does include you, Liz Cheney. I think you've left the party. Bye-bye now. Take care, guys.